So what they do, Skipoli, and welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's. Today, what I'm going to be doing and talking about a lot is um, energy flow and the etymology of energy, as well as all things associated with energy within science. So things like energy transfer, uh, metabolism, products, reactants, exoendothermic, and so on and so forth. If we have time, I'm going to get into a small list of hypo words, words all with the prefix hypo, maybe even hyper as well, the opposite, hypo meaning low or below, hyper meaning high or excessive or above. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you know what, we'll, we'll just, we'll see. It'll be a science type of day. So uh, if you're interested, you want to learn a little bit more about the, the language in which we use in more of a critical manner so that you can actually see these words in modern application throughout your world and then be like, oh, you know what? I know what kata is and plus bolic equals a destructive metabolism, aka the throwing down of a metabolism, essentially. And that's just a little preview of what we'll be getting into in a hot second. So before we actually do that, I just have to remind my audience to... Uh, Go ahead and find a way to support me in any way, shape, or form that you can, aka just give me a rating wherever you can, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Google Cast, Audible, Amazon Music. You, honestly, just go to Google, type in Latin and Layman's, and you're going to find any way to support me. All it is is a rating. Like I said in my prior episode, I don't do this for the money because uh, this is going to be 196. We're almost 200, y'all. Episode 196. And uh, throughout all the episodes that I made here, of which I've probably unpublished maybe 30 to 50 of them. Uh, so technically, I've made more than 200, but <clears throat> we've trimmed it down a bit. So, um, so yeah, if you're curious and all that good stuff, because we've, uh, well, what I was saying was, yeah, I just don't make any money. I've made a total of like $16 and like, Maybe, maybe it's up to 17 now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care. I just do this for the, you know, like I always say, for practice, getting better at my craft. And that's just what we do in order to get better at whatever we do. We can't just expect to be, um, you know, perfect at something right off the get-go. It's very unrealistic. I used to have that kind of unrealistic expectation to myself. And maybe you did or do. Um, and perfectionism can be very facilitative, but it also can be very debilitating as well. And I think that I had more of the debilitated, debilitative side. So if you guys want to learn some more things, let's dive into it. Let's learn. Let's get into it. And yep. Thank you guys again for being with me here. All righty, let's go ahead and start out with metabolism. Metabolism, a physiological, in the physiological sense, um, is the sum of all the chemical changes within the body by which the, uh, the protoplasm is essentially renewed, it's changed, and it's prepared for excretion. Um, I won't get into the protoplasm. I'm just talking about this, you know, in terms of what it is. Metabolism, from the Greek, comes from metabol. Uh, which means a change from metabalin, meaning to change, coming from those two assimilated forms, meta meaning change. Sometimes meta can mean beyond, like the metaphysical, uh, but in this case, it means change. And then balin means to throw. Um, this is where we get metabolic from. So a throwing or a changing in the throw essentially is what it means, or to throw change into the mix. Um, and that's what your metabolism does. It changes according to what you ingest, right? You know, you have a different metabolic rate 
pretty much, you know, every different other day, you know, it's not just, uh, I, I feel like your people think that your metabolic rate is just like this constant thing and it doesn't change. And it's like basically state static every single day. No, it very much fluctuates in ways, you know, sometimes you move more one day, you know, you eat certain things that might be more uh, calorically dense in nature, maybe it has more fat in it, fat being um, more calories per gram than of protein and or carbohydrates, or, you know, alcohol is on its own. Um, I think there are seven calories per gram for alcohol. There, are, oh man, I've, man, it's been a while since, and I think it's five for carbs and protein and then nine for fat. I could be very wrong. So you know what, if I'm wrong, you can go ahead and at me and let me know. But yeah, it just is referring to because your metabolism will chew up that food and convert it into energy in different ways. And you'll derive more energy from certain things from other things, right? Maybe you might derive more energy if you're in a ketogenic state from the fats that you ingest, because what happens is when you are in ketosis, you uh, you emulsify your fats, you turn those fats into energy by the liver metabolizing them and converting them from the metabolized fat into ketones. So if you didn't know what ketones are, it's basically when you're in the ketogenic state, it's when you start to burn the fat, the fat is being actually converted from the liver uh, or in the liver, it gets thrown through the liver essentially, and it gets converted from that fat into ketogenic energy. Uh, there you go. Next one we have is chemical coming from chemic, meaning of alchemy uh, in the medieval Latin alchemicus. Um, well, alchemy, if you like to play some good old fantasy games, alchemy are basically like, uh, they're like chemists of the time, right? They they do a lot of concoctions and all that good stuff in order to, you know, give you some stamina and some vitality, maybe a poison if you're trying to be like that. Uh, I don't know. Next one though, catabolic. Cata. Bolic comes from the term, I believe it was like in the late 1800s, physiology is escaping me right now, but this is this comes from all my physiology classes, um, comes from catabolism, um, spelled with a K, meaning destructive metabolism, coming from the Greek, kata meaning down, and balin meaning to throw, so essentially you were throwing down, um, and if you're in a catabolic state, you're throwing down basically tissue, whether it be muscle, whether it be fat, bone tissue as well catabolic in nature you were throwing down versus the antithesis being anabolic ana meaning upwards bolic meaning to throw so if you're in an anabolic state you are throwing muscle upon muscle essentially and according to almighty google it pertains to the process of building up especially in metabolism coming from around that same time frame whenever they came up with the term catabolic they had to make an, another name anabolic so there you go. Anabolic doesn't have to always refer to bodybuilding. It can refer to just building up of certain tissues. Uh, you know, you can have anabolic tissue uh, for skin. You can have an anabolism in, uh, you know, in places that you don't want. And then you can have places where you do want it, aka your skeletal muscle. Next one we have is reactant. Um, reactant is essentially to exert uh, as things are. Uh, are acted upon and 
opposite action upon the agent is therefore reacted. That's where reacted comes from. Re meaning back, act coming from the Latin octus, which is the past participial form of agere, meaning to set in motion. So essentially, uh, it just means to set in motion back or to act back, essentially. That's what you do when you react. You act back. You don't really act. You're not productive. Product, what? Well, product. Pro meaning forth or before. And then duco ducere means to lead or to drive. So essentially, you are driving forth. You are bringing forth, coming from the Latin, um, fully assimilated form, um, uh, producere, meaning to bring forth. Um, it can also come from productum in the classical Latin, meaning something produced. So essentially product. Same thing in Latin as it is in English. Don't at me because I am Ritamundo. Yeah, you can't, you can't argue with things that were set in stone way back. I mean, product is a term that was coined back in uh, circus 1500s. All right. So, uh, sorry, I haven't been alive that long, nor was I consulted in the design phase of all these words. So sorry, not sorry. Endothermic endo meaning within thermic referring to temperature or heat. What is endothermic? It means it's really, it means heat within side and endothermic is well from the Greek thermae heat endo within what is an endothermic reaction it's like the heating of an ice cube what happens is is there is the heating from within that creates the melting of the ice cube that is an endothermic reaction versus an exothermic reaction is going to be heat out of so it's going to be producing heat outside of so like a fire for instance right if you light a fire, what is it going to do? It's going to produce heat. And if you get too close, you're going to actually burn yourself because it's producing from outside the therm, heat, exo, out of. Next one that we have here is going to be enzyme coming from the modern Greek enzymos, meaning leavened, uh, coming from en meaning within and then zyme meaning leaven. So an enzyme means leavened within, essentially. And I find that very interesting because, you know, what is a leavening agent, essentially? Well, leavening agents are a substance, essentially, that cause dough to expand by releasing gas once it's mixed with liquid or the acid or heat, essentially. the rising agents, right, to, to give baked goods optimal volume or texture or crumbs or whatever, you know, and you throw in baking soda or whatever. I'm not a baker. But allowing, uh, that's what uh, enzymes essentially are what get secreted in order to break down um, uh, certain sugars and uh, particles that are embedded within our nutrients, right? We have enzymes like amylase, uh, breaking down carbo carbohydrates, protease, anything ending in an ase is going to be an enzymatic uh, or it's just going to be an enzyme. I'm getting a little too uh, wishy-washy with my words. Um, so yeah, hence where we get leavened bread substance, typically yeast that is used in dough to make it rise. So, um, that's a product, uh, that's, uh, something that's happening, uh, a chemical reaction to leaven within catalyst, which, uh, refers to dissolution. It comes from the Latinized form of the Greek catalysis, meaning dissolution or dissolving, um, Cata meaning down, right? From like catabolic and linen meaning to loosen. So to loosen down essentially is what catalyst means. How about denaturation? Denaturation come from, coming from the Latin de meaning down or down from. 
and then the Latin uh, naturation or natura coming from the core, Latin natura, meaning the course of things, natural character, constitution, equality, essentially. Um, it can literally refer to birth coming from natus, meaning born. That's where we get natal um, from the past participial form, nasci, meaning to be born. So essentially denaturation means to, to basically the natural character, the quality, the, the birth down from essentially. Um, another D word that I always think is kind of fun that people think is fun is defenestration, the act of throwing someone out of a window, whether that be figuratively or literally, because D means down from and fenestra in Latin means window. And then Asian is the action of. So the action of uh, a window out of the action of basically, yeah, being thrown out of the window. How about a consumer? Consumer coming from the Latin consumere, meaning to use up, eat, or waste from the assimilated forms. Com coming from the Latin pre, uh, preposition cum, meaning with, and then sumere, meaning to take. So essentially, it means to take with, to consume, to take with. Carnivore. Carnivore coming from the Latin carnivorous, meaning flesh eating. Omnivore was a, f a word that was formed off of carnivore, but it was a later word that was coined in the 1800s, essentially. Um, it was a neologism. That's what they call it. Neo meaning new. Logism meaning the study of uh, or words, essentially, sometimes in this case. Um, and it just, well, omni meaning all and vorus referring to eating. So in this case, all eating is where we get omnivore from. Next one we have here is going to be aerobic. Aerobic comes from the Greek aero meaning air, bios meaning life, bic meaning life. It's, it's a little bit of a weird assimilated form. So uh, life, air, anything that like, how about aerobic activity? What is aerobic activity? Something that requires air in order for you to continue to do it versus anaerobic and meaning without air meaning air big referring to bios meaning life so life without air you can have anaerobic bacteria that is bacteria that does not need air in order to thrive you can also be anaerobically training uh which is weightlifting, right that that's typically you know not cardiovascular exercise it's the ones where you are doing uh an extended amount of uh you know exertion for a shorter period of time and then resting and then doing it again versus a continuous amount of exercise that's going to get your heart rate up and continue to keep it up, which is going to require your heart to pump more, which is going to require more cardiovascular endurance, which is why you're going to be breathing more, aka you're going to need more air in order to create life within the body to continue to jog or cycle or whatever you're doing. There you go. All right, I think I'm just going to leave it there for today, but I appreciate you guys being here as always. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I'll just go ahead and remind you guys again, if you actually made it this far, you know what? If your soul is moved to do so, I would appreciate that rating over at Spotify, Apple Podcast, you, you name it, it's probably over there. Just type it into Google. would appreciate you guys more than I already do. But thanks again, everybody. Tempus est discatere.